0: Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Scanline Tabletop. In particular, our campaign run on Blades in the Dark, called the Ghosts of Parliament. I am your game manager, Six Detmar.
1: I'm Jennifer Uncle, and I play the role of Scully Booker.
0: For some reason, I always, because we did so many Starsung distances, I always expect you to say Scully Minor Booker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Scully is not a minor uh in any sense of the word. Um though you know, listen, you'd be good at getting ore, I guess. Yeah. Strong 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 Um so this is just this is just you and me today. Isn't that nice?
1: Yeah, it's 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 occasionally nice to do some solo stuff every once in a while. Well, it, mm-hmm. it's it's funny the way that these sorts of episodes are called solo episodes despite the fact that there are two people in this right now, but uh
0: I don't count as a person.
1: We'll agree to disagree. There. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, all right. With that. With that note, uh, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- tell me. So, Scully. Uh, what is she up to when she gets arrested?
1: Um, I imagine she mostly kind of forgot about the fact that a bunch of people are after her. So. I imagine she was just hmm. I feel like I've already recovered from like the blow I took last time, right? Or am I still kinda Am I still pretty badly injured?
0: Let's see how let's remind or refresh ourselves on how bad it is. Um pull up your your character sheet here. Um is this the wrong bang? Uh Ooh, it was an infected wound. Oh, as it, yeah. As it says here. Um, I can tell you what I can do for you. Mm-hmm. I can bump you down to a level one feverish. Okay. So the wound is mostly better, but you, the the infection still is a problem. Um. So okay, there's that. That's probably honestly that probably is part of why you got caught. Mm-hmm. Is like. You have a fever, you're you you're not you're not in the most clear headspace, and so you just sort of like thoughtlessly were like hanging out on the town and there's some blue coats and you're like, Oh look, some blue coats and you're like, wait.
1: <laughs> yeah. Walking home with a big fish I just caught from the pier. Assuming this place gets fish.
0: Sure. Yeah. It's they're like they're like halibut but like dark. They're like gothic halibut.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, just like Either... So kidding. That's not a thing. <laughs> Either a really big halibut or like a, a bag of fish, like a comically large bag of fish.
0: It's a halibut, but it has like a monocle and like a hat with goggles and some gears. It's a steampunk fish.
1: Oh, is that is that what Sunless Sea is? I've never played Sunless Sea, but I assume it's filled with stuff like that.
0: I haven't played very much Sunlessly. That is very much the impression I got.
1: Okay, <laughs> good to know.
0: Um, but yeah, so now they have you in uh, in an interrogation room, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they've been letting you they've been letting you stew in there for a little bit, um, and then uh, a blue coat comes in. You can tell by his uniform he must be a little higher rank. It's kind of fancy looking. Um, he's got, like, some. he's got, like, um, I don't remember, know what it's called, but it's the thing where, like, you have the buttons with, like, the cords between them holding the jacket shut, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, like, they're, like, gold cords. And he sits down, and he sets down a folder, and he opens it up, and he starts flipping through it.
1: All right. Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a little meek wave i guess just because like fevers still just make it hard to just say or do anything well not hard to just say or do anything just not really in the mood for being super brash right now
0: (laughs) do you prefer scully or miss booker Uh, the blue coat doesn't look up
1: scully works
0: okay scully how's work been
1: uh, it, it's, it's been kind of slow at the bar, you know? Um, I've kind of had my hands full and have a bit of a fever, so I've been spending most of my time out and about, you know?
0: Yeah, I see that. In fact, uh, bar must be very busy, given that you haven't worked there in, says here, four months.
1: Yeah, you know how it is sometimes. Like, you've got to... Step aside and figure things out for a bit.
0: The gig economy. (laughs) He hasn't looked up.
1: Yeah, you you could say that. Taking on some odd jobs here and there.
0: You know, Miss Booker, I think that's the most accurate thing you've said so far. I would definitely describe blowing up a bridge as an odd job.
1: Hey, I had nothing to do with that bridge. I was just nearby things when that happened. Like, I did not have any explosives on my person. I was just there. And when things went bad, like, it was chaotic. So I ran. You know how it is.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, And what about the uh, Parliament Theater
1: that burned down while you were there? see that like sometimes when the old buildings like you know you knock down a candle or something and suddenly things just go foosh you know like that place mm-hmm. hadn't been renovated in a long time it was just honestly that whole place is a fire hazard they i i almost did them a favor by accidentally knocking a candle over because it was going to happen anyway might as well get it over with sooner
0: Uh Uh-huh, so you're willing to admit that that one was you. What about the Fairbrook estate, which blew up right after you left it? You notice how... I mean, you can see how we think of it as an interesting pattern.
1: What can I say? I'm an unlucky girl.
0: Hmm. What do you think it is that makes you unlucky, Miss Booker?
1: I don't know. I'm around a bunch of, I'm, I happen to be around a bunch of unfortunate events when they happen. And also, I don't know if your doctor's checked me out while I was kind of in that hot, in the sulfur a bit. But like, I'm not feeling too good overall. And that's just kind of been my thing. I've been, I've had a lot of injuries over the past few months, which also accounts for me being away from my job so much.
0: Yes, Miss Booker, but it's not misfortune that you were shot.
1: Yeah, I guess that part, like, that's less unlucky and more someone had it out for me, because luck doesn't work like mm-hmm. that.
0: Mm hmm, mm hmm. So, let's look at this again, perhaps a different way. Would it be fair, perhaps, to say that the things that make you unlucky are the choices you make and the people you spend time with it closes the folder
1: I could definitely see choices I make because like I've had many run-ins with Chael over my time in this city and like I guess if you piss someone off enough and you happen to kick them out of a bar enough you get targeted and that more or less explains why I got shot
0: But the people, that one's not so much of a concern, to you?
1: We make do with the people we have in our lives, you know? Like, I didn't, uh, I wasn't exactly seeking the people that I'm with. I just ended up with them, and I'm, I feel like I'm more or less happy for it. Like, great group at the bar over there.
0: Do you know how many people... Died last week when a friend of yours, Quellen Verdict, burned down a set of government buildings.
1: Like I said, when I when the disaster happened, I kind of got out of there. I haven't really been keeping up on the news.
0: Oh, this was a different disaster. Uh, oh. I, I understand that you're having trouble keeping track with all the ones
1: that you cause, but... Okay, what what happened with the other government buildings?
0: Our initial reports appear to suggest that uh Quellen verdict in some manner of protest burned them down. Hmm. Now let's let's count up the uh the damage that has been done by you and your friends, co-workers, whatever you want to say. Uh, We've had the destruction of a theater. We've had the destruction of a large estate in White Crown. We've had the destruction of a bridge, one of the most important bridges in the city, as well as damage to infrastructure there around. We have had fires over in Six Towers. Uh, There has been a break-in at a building on Brightstone. Uh, I believe your friend... Uh, Meyer was, uh, was a little injured there. Perhaps you'll remember that one. You've been very, very busy and forgive me for saying this, but it doesn't look like you've been working on making this city better. Would you say? Oh, also there was a bank. That one, that one probably wasn't you, but there was a bank too.
1: I see. There's no doubt, there's no denying that things have been chaotic around here, like, there's a fucking, like, if you've looked up at the sky recently, things are going weird, but, uh, I don't know, like, some of this stuff, some of this stuff just kind of happens when things are going crazy like this, you know?
0: Miss Booker, do you know what my superiors want me to do with you? Do you have any idea?
1: I'm guessing it's not a pat on the back and um, getting sent back to my home.
0: No, in fact, I think they mentioned the the idea that uh, perhaps some public hangings would do a little for law and order in this city.
1: Hmm. Now
0: listen, I'm not the sort of person who thinks that I can play coy with you and get you to cooperate. You are uh, what we like to call around here a career criminal. I'm not going to play good cop and give you a glass of milk and you're going to go home and rethink your ways. That's not going to happen. As I see it, there are a few possibilities here. One is you are... Publicly, gruesomely killed. And the other is you decide that in order to continue the life you have chosen, whatever my thoughts are on it, you think a combination of lying low and perhaps helping us get the city back in order is your best
1: option. Hmm. Out of curiosity, what do you think someone like me could do to bring things back into order?
0: You know a lot of people, Miss Booker. And, believe it or not, he looks up and down and gives a bit of a smile, I am perfectly willing to believe that you are not the mastermind in the events you have partaken of.
1: I see. Well, I would not like to be hanged that much is certain.
0: Well, that's a very good start. Now, and then there's a knock on the door, and he looks up irritated. He says, One moment, please. He stands up, he moves the door, and opens it a crack, and there's some, you know, blow talking. And you can hear him grow, increasingly irritated. And then he steps back and opens the door fully. And there is a lower ranking blue coat there. And he says, Miss Booker, for the time being, you're free to go. Don't leave town. That would not look good.
1: Well, it's not like there's many other places to go, is there?
0: Interesting perspective.
1: Yeah, I'll see myself out, and uh, I'm assuming this isn't the last I've seen of either of you, so um, until next time. And uh, I just do a little salute with uh, two fingers on my, from my forehead, basically.
0: And the blue coat says, if I were you, I would hope it is us again. You wouldn't like it if it was someone else. Um, And you are ushered out of the interrogation room where there is standing there a um a lady in a coat with uh like she's got a big hat on and and uh glasses and there's a moment where you're like she looks a little weird and you're like oh you've seen this before this is a clay person that satara has animated you're familiar with the style from last time
1: oh okay
0: um and satara says scully dear you really do have to learn to keep your head down
1: hey it's long time no see satara i'm assuming you're the one who got me out here
0: we'll talk um and she leads you outside and there's a carriage and she gestures for you to step in
1: okay i'll go ahead and hop in the carriage then
0: uh she climbs in after you and sits down with kind of like a heavy thump because she's you know baked clay um <laughs> and she shuts the door and she taps twice on the on the sort of the part of the carriage and it starts to move uh presumably the driver heard her scully Scully, scully, scully.
1: I trust you're up to date on everything that's happened recently, then.
0: (laughs) All that and more, darling. And... Listen, there's no easy way to put this. Um... We, uh, down below, if you will, um, have... The situation has changed, and we are going to be playing a little hands-off for a while. I'm afraid this means my involvement will also cease. This is sort of a... Well, this is a last favor. Things are a real mess up here, and I'm not just talking about all your stuff on the, the more... Eldritch, divine, whatever, the the supernatural side, whatever you want to call it, things are also getting to be a lot. And uh our our king wants us to take a wait and see. And so long-term contracts are currently being nullified.
1: Wait and see, like it given everything that's happening up here, it seems like inaction is the last thing that needs to happen here. Because, like, things are pretty bad up here.
0: (laughs) Sweetie, we have a lot to gain from what happens up here, but we are also not necessarily shackled to your fate. When things are going bad, when your neighbor's house is on fire, there's not much reason to stick your hand in the flames, is there?
1: But if the entire city is on fire, that's... Like, one of the last habitable cities in this area, that's kind of a big deal, isn't it?
0: Hmm. There are other cities. They're a bit of a journey. are I like them less. And, ultimately, this isn't really my call, dear. I see. I, I, we could have this conversation, and it would be interesting, but I don't know that it would be very productive. The city will survive in some way or another, and we have to take a long-term approach. This is more of a, a courtesy.
1: I see. And was there anything else aside from springing me out and... uh Where are we going, by the way?
0: I was just taking you home.
1: Okay. Yeah, I- I'm assuming uh. the spring... Getting sprung from jail, and this ride home is like the uh last bit I'll see of you for a while,
0: uh, unless something changes, yes, or listen i- I could have come to Meyer for this. I came to you. You know that i I have a lot of affection for Meyer, but I also know her very well, and I know what she can and can't be convinced of. Scully, there are other cities. Huh. Do you get what I'm saying?
1: You're suggesting we abandon Duskfall to its fate and perhaps head somewhere else?
0: I would love it if you could convince Meyer to come with you. I am pretty sure you will not. I'm suggesting you get out of here. You're. It's, it's. (sighs) The term good person is such a complicated one, but you're honest. You're hardworking. You're compassionate in your own way. And none of this is your mess, Scully. I know you're from here, but like. It's gods and nobles burning this city down, either directly or through consequences of their action, don't you just want to go somewhere else?
1: I really do, but I also feel some level of responsibility for what's happened here as well, like... I I have not exactly been an inactive participant to the burning of buildings or the blowing up r- bridges, even if I was, in many cases, acting as either muscle or a distraction. Like, I've had a hand in all of this, too.
0: I mean, in every case. What... Of, of the work you've done, Scully, let's look at the reasons that Career criminals do what they do, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of them work for profit. You have made very little money. Yeah. A lot of them work for some political cause. I don't believe you have one. And some of them work for some big dream or ambition. Why do you do all of this, Scully?
1: I guess I do it on some level because I have people in my life who say that getting this done would help in some way, whether it means like disrupting the uh, disrupting the vice grip these spirits have on this city or I don't know, when I was taking part in that demonstration back then I back there I was doing it as a distraction but also like on some level I find it easy to it, it it comes naturally to me to be like okay fuck the system I want to help people out here
0: well I guess I would say if you're not willing to leave if you're going to stay go down with the ship find something worth doing it for this is a city that as I think you've figured out over your time is haunted by its own ghost this is a city that is half ghost in a way in a lot of ways I would say and if that's what you want to protect that's fine But, I don't know. You're a good kid, and I just, I don't like seeing you knocked around by all
1: this. I appreciate it, though. I guess the other thing is just, like, I don't know what else I could be doing. Like, for most of my life, I've been just completing the odd jobs around me just because, like... Hey, I'm really good at being a bouncer, like acting as muscle or whatever, but I don't really, I've never really had many prospects beyond that. Like, I guess moving to New City would give me a fresh start to like, continue doing those things, but...
0: There are odd jobs everywhere. There are people worth protecting everywhere. I do the majority of my business here in Duskful, but... There are some great places you've never seen. I don't know. I've I've said enough and truth be told I've had the carriage circling the block a little <laughs> bit. So
1: I appreciate you coming to me and reminding me of this. It's I'm definitely going to think it over because I don't want to die. That That much I know for certain. I don't want to become one of the ghosts stranded here.
0: Well, I mean, if you manage to be the rare criminal that lives to an old age, perhaps we'll see each other again. I'd like that. Take care, dear. And, meh, nothing. Never mind.
1: It's been a pleasure working with you.
0: Wish we'd had more chances to do it, rather than just me being distracted with other work. Yeah. The carriage door opens.
1: Thank you for the ride, and uh, for springing me out, and I hope our paths cross again.
0: Take care, Scully. And the carriage rides off.
1: Okay. Am I back at the base or at, like, my house, house, by the way? You're at the church. Okay. Your base. Okay, yeah, I think I need to... I think I'll need to head into the church and maybe, like... Should I call my doctor friend? Because I think I need to take care of this fever-slash-infection. Sure. Remind me about your doctor friend. Um, so the doctor friend is Sawtooth, um, basically. Right. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, we can have you, we can have you cause call, call Sawtooth, um, give him a little, give him a little coin for his trouble and, uh, he can, he can try and patch you up. Um. Okay. Why don't you make... A hmm. Let me let me get my book because there are rules in here for healing, as you might guess. Mm-hmm. Why don't you roll two d six?
1: Okay. 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 Just give me an eight so. for that.
0: Well, it's the way it works. Is it's a five? Remember. Oh yeah, um,
1: five. Okay. Um.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, that fills your healing clock. Um, I assume you just end up taking it easy for a little while and and manage to manage to recover off of that. Yeah. Um, as like. It's it's kind of funny because you're like you're like Doc. I need some help, right? And he comes in and you're like, okay, you got any medicines you can give me, like a kind of treatment? And he's just like, lie the fuck down, you idiot. <laughs> you have a fever. Get some sleep.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: Uh, um, he does give you a little bit of medicine to help with uh with the fever, but mostly it's just him like having a medical professional tell you like you're being really stupid about this. And, um... As he's packing up, he's like... You're, uh, here. I'm giving you uh, this card. Um, This is a referral to uh, another uh, doctor in the area. Uh, I'm going to be out of town for a while, so...
1: Yeah, I I totally understand. Uh, Take care of yourself, Doc. And, uh... I hope... I hope in a little bit longer... I I hope in a little bit from now things will be calm calm enough for you to return.
0: That would be nice. Uh, Just tell your friends to calm down a little bit, huh?
1: (laughs) I'll try, but no promises.
0: Yeah. And I mean it. If you... If you get out of bed Within the next ten hours, I will find a way to come back. And you will not like it. Rest.
1: On my honor, I'll just be sleeping here.
0: All right. And I think as one more thing, I'm gonna give you uh I'm gonna fill your, your prowess XP. You can give one prowess skill point. Oh, to a stat,
1: okay. Um, hmm. I guess since we're in the end game here, in terms of stuff, like I should probably boost what I already have, right?
0: I mean, I will note that a large failure point tends to be when you have to roll something you don't have.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. I should probably add a point to finesse then.
0: Okay, that makes sense to me. I will give you some finesse. Excellent. Alright, well I think actually that's that's it for us. Just a little just a quick little session of of Scully having a moment to collect her thoughts and, and deal with the world. Um But yeah, and, uh we'll have we'll have another one of these for, for Meyer. Um and then I think we're heading into our finale and uh Whatever whatever the hell that means, you know?
1: Yeah. It's it's gonna be exciting to see how things shake out.
0: Indeed. Um so, uh, I'm Six Detmar. You can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar S A X D E T T M A R. Uh we're playing Blades in the Dark, which is a uh game by John Harper. You can find it uh
1: most places you get tabletop
0: games. Uh Jen, where can people find you?
1: So you can find me at JBU3 on Twitter. Uh, most of my stuff is on ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. Though I also have a narrative gaming book club podcast called Novel Not New, A True Podcast. And you can find that at readinggames.online.
0: All right. Well, uh, until next time, folks, uh, take care of yourselves. Uh, spooky, scary...
1: Skeletons. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone.